0: we go all right good morning everybody and welcome to another week here on adventures with sarah uh we're gonna kind of continue a little bit the theme of travel skills this week because it was so successful last week and we had so many topics to cover and actually i'm heading out on thursday so i just thought we're gonna really hit hit hard with the travel skills and continue discussing that um all week uh the travel skills talk that Reed and I were going to do on Friday, which we had to postpone, that is going to be tomorrow at 6 p.m. So bring your cocktails and we'll talk about some travel skills. But today we're going to talk a little bit about languages uh, because I know a lot of people are a little sort of feel a little concerned or worried if they're not going to be understood when they're going to a foreign country. So today we have a language teacher. This is Davide. Buongiorno Davide.
1: Buongiorno, buongiorno. Thank you. Thank you for having me here.
0: So Davide is one of the many interesting people that I run into on social media. I can't believe how many interesting people that I've run into that I actually become friends with eventually that I've met on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, Davide has a really cool Twitter, or I'm um, sorry, Instagram that I ran into one day that I thought was so cute because basically every day what you do is you just do what thirty seconds of uh, of a lesson. Just yeah, over. I do
1: very short, uh, very short videos that people can grasp like really quickly either in the form of stories or also real. And uh, yeah, people, people really like it, <laughs> so I'm no, very they're happy.
0: really good. And I mean, they're, what, I think what you've been really good at doing is just isolating a really small concept and just giving people just a tiny little nugget. So every day you can go onto Instagram and you can watch his little video clips and just it's sort of like your Italian phrases of the day. So you've made it very, very simple. So I'm curious, what, what inspired you to start this little project?
1: Yeah, so basically, since I was quite uh, quite young, actually now I'm 25, but uh, already since I was 19 years old, I started teaching Italian. First, I was doing a lot of one-to-one classes, so with foreigners who will come to Italy and they need support because, of course, they need to to know the language to <laughs> to survive here. And uh, yeah, I will help them out. And then, uh, yeah, one thing bring, brought to another, and I started really, really to to develop a passion for it, helping uh, helping other people. Uh, to travel to Italy, helping other people to to move to Italy. And so, yeah, I decided to make it a profession. <laughs> and now I'm trying to scale it up. So like uh, now I'm not doing any more like one-to-one sessions, but I try to teach my students with uh, with video courses so I can reach more people and I can help more people.
0: That's really cool. So your passion is for helping foreigners to speak Italian and you work in English primarily, right?
1: Yeah, in English, and then I also, in general, love uh, love Italy. <laughs> so everything that is related to Italy, I love it, and I like to share it with, uh, with foreigners. I like to share this love that I have for for Italy and the Italian language.
0: So, what do you think is the hardest thing for um, English speakers to grasp about learning Italian? Because I know what I struggle with. What do you? What is your observation? What do people struggle with the most? <laughs>
1: um, I would say the pronunciation, unfortunately, because uh, unlike, for example, Spanish like english is a completely different language right so like um if you're an english speaker and you don't know any other language and then you want to learn italian the pronunci- the pronunciation will be a bit tricky for the first uh, for the first months but uh yeah you just need to practice a bit
0: yeah i think the thing that screws a lot of people up are the um the combinations like the c i c e g h g h e like those kind of combinations cuz they're not really what we, what we think yeah <laughs> The thing that cra- that makes me crazy are words like um, bruschetta. <laughs> Americans it's love a to classic. see. It. <laughs> it's a classic. Yeah, I actually I, I went to Olive Garden. Do you know Olive Garden, the restaurant Olive Garden?
1: I've heard it from uh, from America. Yeah, it's like, like the but McDonald's I've never of been Italian food
0: basically. Yeah, so uh, oh, okay. I was there with my parents once. My parents wanted to take me out for Italian food, and so uh, we went and I ordered bruschetta. I said I'd like you know bruschetta, and the guy said, "Ma'am, it's pronounced." <laughs> I was yeah,
1: like, yeah, that's a classic, and yeah. also gnocchi or uh, spaghetti. <laughs> a yeah. lot of foods are mispronounced, but I mean, there's nothing wrong about it. Like uh, Americans, of course, they they have the right to pronounce them in their own versions. So.
0: <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I I loved one of your videos you did recently was words that it was I think the title was something like words you may be mispronouncing (laughs) which which is great because it's that you're you very gently correct people in a very sweet way which I think is is really nice um so when you put together your video series like how do you how do you think about like the little clips you put on Instagram is there sort of a a pattern or a philosophy behind what you do or is it just sort of what comes to you inspires you
1: in the moment what comes to me basically many of the of the videos are taken from personal experience so basically i know what uh, what people usually miss and uh, i just make videos around those those areas to help them out uh, um, they can be about grammar pronunciation uh, uh, vocabulary but also like a lot about uh, italian culture for example so people tend to tend to like them a lot. For example, the most 10 common names in Italy, (laughs) something like that.
0: Yeah, that's really fun to kind of get little cultural snippets uh, along with that. So uh, what do you kind of think are the base, if you were to, you know, only have a half an hour with somebody and they needed a super small crash course in Italian, what do you think are kind of the major building blocks, a way for people to think about Italian? Because I know English, it just doesn't work the same way. And I kind of have a way, I try to help people, but it's a really complicated thing because most travelers don't have... A lot of time to spend on this so what do you think are kind of the key phrases or the key the best approach to picking up
1: a language quickly the best approach okay so um in just 30 minutes you said in just 30 minutes Let's you need to say, learn... i'm
0: just saying i mean maybe you have longer but just in a short attention span kind of way because you've done okay. that really well in your videos to kind of package ideas in a really small way if you were to do a little bit longer span like what would your approach mm-hmm. be
1: yeah, I think I will start, uh, I will focus a lot on, um, on pronunciation. So basically I will start with the alphabet really because uh, if you know the alphabet, you can basically pronounce almost all the Italian words because we are lucky in the sense that in English, like we have so many, so many different words that are written in one way, but pronounced in a completely different one, right? And there's no way to really figure it out. In Italian instead, like uh, if you figure out the alphabet and if you figure out some special sound, for example, G N or S C H E like gnocchi, bruschetta. Then you basically know how to pronounce all the words in Italian. So it's really uh, it's really about learning the alphabet and then these special sounds. And then I will focus only on also on uh, on making the, the student understand the the structure of the sentences. So for example, uh, um, I will tell them that the, the verbs change according to the person they refer to so for example it's not like english where you basically just add the s and the, and the third person like when it's he or she in italian they they all change if it's i you he they all change at the end of the verb so i will make that concept pretty pretty clear and um and maybe also about the the distinction between a feminine and masculine noun so basically in italian every noun has a gender and according to the gender, we use a specific article. So a bit more complicated than English, but not that much. Like, it's not like uh, <laughs> Japanese or anything. Like, uh, English speakers can definitely learn uh, learn Italian.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, a good example of the masculine-feminine when you're talking about adjectives is, like, if it's a woman, she's bella, but if it's a man, he's bello, right?
1: Exactly, exactly. Yeah, the,
0: the other strategy that I think is really good is there's a... um You can get if you really wanna up your game a little bit and you're just a beginner, there's a book available in the United States called 101 Italian Verbs. This is how I really progressed in Italian was I used to, as a kid, I loved to read the English dictionary. I just like words. And that's a really fun way to go through because it shows you 25,000 conjugations but that's the thing that's so like mind-blowing is there's too many conjugations <laughs> so one of the tips I think I have in my mind that I like to share with people is don't worry about the other forms right I think I notice Italians speak in the present tense 90% of the time am I right in that assumption
1: uh yeah yeah like we, we have many different tenses but the one that we use are pretty much always the same <laughs> so like uh there are some forms that are yeah, very outdated, but still exist in the Italian language. But in the everyday conversation, you will never hear them. So uh, just focus on the present, the past, and the future, and uh, and that's it. Like You're able to communicate and, and be understood by everyone.
0: Yeah, one of the, uh, one of my Italian teachers once told me because I said, "How come I've never studied the future tense? Like I've studied the past, the passato prossimo. I've uh, studied the present. I've I, you've done the past progressive, all these different things, but the future is one you don't really hear, and I don't often hear that a lot in when people are speaking Italian. And I, I was told that um, we don't really use the future tense because it's too uncertain. <laughs> <laughs> okay like you would never say to somebody using the future tense I will pay you tomorrow because you're saying maybe I will (laughs) right so is that true that the future tense really like gives people a sense of maybe maybe not yeah maybe
1: in the future I will do it or (laughs) so if it comes to money you don't use the future tense otherwise it's a problem like tipa like which means I will pay you it's it's a (laughs) no-no
0: yeah because that that means maybe I will right
1: exactly don't you at think some that, point in the future
0: <laughs> yeah and don't you think that that for me that says everything you need to know about italian culture <laughs> italians cannot they don't like the future they don't know what's going to happen in the future they don't want to make any plans about the future like this has been my experience in 25 years of working in italy is like you can't get people really to commit to anything more than like a week in advance
1: <laughs> yeah it's crazy like when i have to book vacations with my parents it's always a. Uh, it's always a nightmare because we never decide basically till the last week. So it's really, yeah, Italian yeah. tend to procrastinate a lot.
0: <laughs> that has absolutely been my experience too. It's like, especially making plans with Italian friends. It's always like, yeah, okay, so two months from now, let's do this. Oh, I can't think about that right now. Or making reservations at a restaurant. I'll call a restaurant. Oh, I have a group coming in two months. Oh, you can't. I can't think about that right now. Call me in like a month and a half. <laughs>
1: Very much true. We live in the <laughs> present. We live in the moment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so then, I think that it, it's really good advice then for people when they're trying to learn Italian to just focus on the present tense, right? And then maybe if you have time, the passato prossimo, right?
1: Yeah, sure, sure. That's a, that's a perfect, perfectly good start. I mean, it depends what you want to achieve, right? If you want to become fluent, then you need to be. A, we need to do an extra step. But yep. if you just want to, to be able to survive <laughs> once you come here, it, it's, a, it's more than enough.
0: Yeah. So what do you think are some key phrases that, uh, to help people if they're just starting out?
1: Um, I would say, for example, I mean, everyone knows that ciao, which means hello. Um, Arrivederci, which means goodbye. Which is um, extremely
0: difficult for Americans to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a bit tricky. I still can't say it, right? Uh,
0: Arrivederci, it's too many R's.
1: It's good, it's good. You did it well. (laughs) And then uh, grazie, classic one, which which means uh, thank you, prego, you're welcome, Um, per favore, which means please, uh, all these very short words that you need like uh, when ordering uh, coffee. And even if you know just those words, it's really nice because like once you go once you go for example to to a coffee place in italy and maybe you order in english right but then in the end you say grazie <laughs> it shows that you're trying at least to to connect with the locals and it shows that you're trying to speak uh, the italian language at least for a bit and so like you are very much well you're you're, you're putting good light from the from the locals let's say let's put it like that
0: elle figura right
1: Exactly.
0: Well, I think that that's such a good observation too, because I I know that a lot of people who who have taken French in high school and they go to France, they leave feeling bad about themselves. And I do too. When I go to France, I feel bad about myself. I speak French, but I speak it not that great. And so when I try to speak it to people in France, they either like make a comment about how poorly I speak French instead of replying to me, (laughs) or just don't like, they'll just go into English. They just won't even like respond to my bad French. And in Italy, it's like, couldn't be more different. In Italy, people love it when you try because who speaks Italian? Nobody speaks Italian. And so if you even attempt it, I just really feel like the doors just swing wide open for you and people are like, oh, that's so sweet that you tried to learn Italian, you know, and then either they'll shift to <laughs> English or they'll correct you in a really sweet and gentle way. I don't know. I, I find that- Yeah. Italian is a really great language to, as a gateway language to learn other languages, just because the people are so accommodating.
1: Also have to say that either you speak a bit of Italian or it's trouble <laughs> because in Italy, basically basically no one speaking English, except for maybe in big cities like uh, Milan and Rome in the touristic places. But if you just go outside a bit, the big cities, it's like nobody, not even the young people speak uh, speak English. So you need to understand that you need to speak a bit of Italian to to be there.
0: Well, I'm a little bit older than you and I studied in Rome in the 90s and um, not even people in Rome spoke English. (laughs) (laughs) It was like literally if I wanted to feed myself, if I wanted to go and buy groceries, I couldn't do it in English. Like I had no choice but to learn Italian. So these days it's easier if people, like you say, if people stick to the main places and I I find hoteliers in every city speak English and more and more young people do speak some English, but yeah, back in the nineties,
1: no yeah, way. no,
0: <laughs> it's kind of like you learn Italian or you're starving tonight. <laughs>
1: exactly, exactly.
0: Which is good, you know. I think it was good to to force me to do to to really do that. But languages are so hard. I mean, they're just really difficult. But as far as the romance languages go, the other thing that's really neat if people focus on Italian first. I find that it's an easy thing to transfer over to Spanish and to French. Do you speak Spanish and
1: French? Yeah. I speak just Spanish. So like Spanish and Italian are very, very, very similar. So if you speak uh, English and Spanish for you to learn it, Italian, will be like a walk in the park, really, because they're yeah. so similar. French is a bit more difficult, in my opinion. But uh, but yeah, the Roman languages, like they... Yeah, they have so many things in common. So once you know one, then it's easier to move to the next.
0: It really, really is. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I've never taken French. The only, the way I speak French is when I'm in France, I think, how would I say this in Italian? And then I just Frenchify it. And it works. <laughs> Maybe that's why the French sneer at me. <laughs> but yeah, I have, my, I have a sister-in-law who's from South America who doesn't speak any English. And I always speak Italian to her. And it works.
1: Okay,
0: We okay. get each other. Good. I mean, it's not perfect, but we get each other. So yeah, that's why I also think it's one of the easier languages to start with because, like you said, the pronunciation rules are pretty much the same always. There's not a lot of exceptions, right?
1: Exactly. No, I, exactly. I think it's one of. Uh, I would say it's one of the easiest being e- easiest languages to learn in the world. I think Italian. They. It's not so. It's not so difficult. Like. Uh, I think I, I remember like a, a graph that showed like the level of difficulties of each languages, and the Romance ones were pretty much uh, straightforward to learn.
0: Yeah, they're the more easy ones. It's uh, I think Italian is if you really get, get deep into study, it does become needlessly complicated if you're really kind of learning everything. But just for the basics, it's I think probably yeah. a little bit easier, right?
1: Easier yeah, than definitely.
0: you know Japanese or Swahili or something like that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So it's cool. So tell me about your um, your lesson thing that you do now, because you said you were teaching one-on-one, but now you're doing like a video series that people can buy the whole series. So how does that work?
1: Yeah. So basically um, right now I have the, the registration open for my beginner course and my intermediate level course. And basically these are just packages that contain a series of videos, exercises, and printable materials that you can consume at your own time. So basically there's no live session. There's not like a zoom link or zoom meetings basically once you sign up you have access to this very well structured series of content that you can do and watch whenever you want from any any device so you can watch it from the computer from the phone tablet and as many times as you want so let's say i don't know you you're commuting to work every day and you need to take the uh the, the, the subway <laughs> and then while you're there like you just uh, you just open your phone and you look at the lessons, video lessons, uh, exercises, uh, or or let's say that it's late in the evening. You are coming home from a late, long uh, workday, and you just rest on your bed. And then at the same time, you watch a video and you learn Italian. So, like uh, my students really like it because they can learn whenever they want, according to their own schedule, and they don't need to commit. Like they don't need to show up every time at a certain at a certain day. Um, so they enjoyed more to learn that way. Oh, that's nice. And um, and I do these very short openings for the registrations. Um, for example, now it's the time. Now the registrations are open and they will be open for just two days more. And then they close for like the next months. And I don't even know when I'm going to open them up again. And the reason is that uh, I close them. So then I can focus on helping the students, for example, through WhatsApp support uh, or through our community that we have uh, on Telegram and on Instagram. So they shoot me questions and they just answer right away. And,
0: um, so people <laughs> and that's really can if they're having troubles with the lesson or they don't understand something that you've, you they can call you or they can WhatsApp you and you can clarify stuff and you can help them. Exactly.
1: They cool. can text me on WhatsApp. They can text me on Telegram, um, which is another messaging app like WhatsApp, um, where we have all the students currently enrolled in the courses. They can text me on Instagram, so wherever they want. But at the same time, they're free to learn whenever they want. So like you're flexible, but at the same, st- at the same time, you're also taken a, a- accountable for your learnings.
0: So you have a teacher at your disposal to ask questions of, which that's a really interesting way to go about it too. That's very flexible for people that are just trying to learn. And um, do you ha- kind of, are you able to help people figure out whether they need the beginning or the intermediate? Is there a way for people to tell which class they should take?
1: So basically, I mean, the beginner course, it's perfect for people who are just starting out. So super beginners, but also advanced beginners. So like if you already know some phrases, if you already know like maybe just the articles, it's still good to take the beginner course because it's so extensive. Like there are 125 videos in the beginner course for a total of 18 hours. (laughs) Wow. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang, you've really gotten comprehensive here. Geez, what a lot of work you've done. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, uh, it's it's really comprehensive, and we cover like grammar, vocabulary, uh, pronunciation, Italian culture, um, and everything is is put in a logical sequence. Right? It's not like watching a um, a YouTube video and then you you look for another one, yeah. or you go to a learning learning app like here. There's a learning path that you can follow. There's a step-by-step-by-step. And that's what really people uh, like appreciate.
0: (laughs) Well, and that's what I really like about the videos you put on Instagram is that you're very good about really slow, careful, thoughtful teaching, which I really appreciate. I mean, you condense things into easy little bits. And I always think that the the sort of... um, uh, how you find the best teachers and the best uh, teacher method is to condense big ideas into something small that people can take a little bite of. It's like, I always tell my kids, how do you eat an elephant? Do you know the answer <laughs> to that? How do you eat an elephant, Davier? no
1: idea, you don't. One bite at a
0: time. <laughs> OK, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> one bite at a time. <laughs> one bite at one a time, yes. Yeah. It's just yeah. little, I mean, that, and that's the thing, is that Italian is an elephant. I mean, any foreign language feels like an elephant. Like, there is no way I can eat that. But yes, you can, you just have to have a teacher that understands how to give you a tiny little bite at a time and, and then yeah. you, and you'll get it You know, over time. It's about consistency also, isn't it?
1: And then the good thing is that they are videos, right? So you can stop them, you can watch them again. It's not like having like a, a one-to-one session that uh, I don't know, maybe you forget what you, to- what you talked about yesterday and now, now you don't know anymore. Like here, you have all the content like in one place that you can watch as many times as you want for all your life. So let's say that you're planning, planning a trip to Italy um, and maybe you want to start learning Italian a bit in advance, you learn it. And then once you're in Italy, you can still revise the content. You can still uh, download some, uh, some materials that then you can bring with you. You can, yeah, it's, it's there forever, the content and that that's really a plus. And, um, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a big plus of the course.
0: Many years ago, I was working on the Rick Steves Italian phrase book, and I created for all of those the books a sheet on the back, and I just called it the cheat sheet, so you could rip it out of the back of the phrase book when phrase books were paper and just stick it in your pocket. And I think that's just a good idea for everybody who's learning a language, no matter what country you go to, take the time to take a piece of paper, write down the most critical phrases you think you're going to need, and then just fold it up and stick it in your pocket. That's always my tip. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's good. That's a, that's but, a you good know,
0: tip. You being more, more of a, a, a Gen what Gen Zer, I think that probably you wouldn't do it on a piece of paper. You'd put it on your phone, right? So you're like, OK, Davide, tell me how to say good morning. <laughs> right?
1: Exactly. I'm thinking like that.
0: <laughs> You'll have to have like an AI app where I can just literally look at it and say, Davide, tell me how to say. And then you can you
1: can it for me, right? <laughs> I don't offer that yet, but maybe in the future. Who knows? <laughs>
0: So uh, how can people find your course then?
1: So basically they can go on my website, which is called italianwithdavide.com. And uh, there they will find like basically a page where they can select their level, either beginner or intermediate course. And then they will be redirected to, to the page where they find all the information. So everything is written down. For example, beginner course, 125 videos, a total of 18 hours, 1,000 exercises, printable materials, okay. WhatsApp support, uh, access to private community, uh, lifetime access, uh, um, 30, money, 30 days guarantee in case you're not satisfied with the, with the purchase, um, and then you just sign up, <laughs> and uh, and the registration is closing in two days, um, so yeah, if you're interested, just uh, just check out the the website before then and sign up. But also remember that even if you sign up now, it doesn't mean that you need to start the course now you' are not forced to start it right away. you, you just need to, you just need to sign up before the deadline, but then you can start it whenever you want like uh, in March, for example, when I did the, the first big opening, I had like 600 students signing in wow. signing up but some of them <laughs> some, some of them haven't started yet <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like me.
0: Me with my plans to learn Arabic. That's exactly me.
1: (laughs) What I mean is that you can really, yeah, start whenever you want. Like some start after one week, some after two weeks, some right away and they finish the course in like uh, three days. So it's really, it's really up to you.
0: That's cool. Well, I really think that what you're doing is interesting. And I mean, I've always found that finding a good language teacher is very difficult. And I I have had no luck when I've been learning other languages with you know, on like Duolingo is okay, but you don't really learn anything. It's fun, it's a game, (laughs) you don't learn a lot. You know, a bunch of these other kinds of things, the tapes, I've gotten tapes from the library, not that tapes exist anymore, but you know, I've tried all these different, you don't even know what a tape is, do you? You don't. (laughs) Do you know what a Walkman is? No, I don't think so. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just but that's that used to be kind of the way you would get these you know files and you'd listen to it and i just i don't know i i've never found a good solution for the best way to dive into a language but i think what you're putting together is something really innovative and different and also the fact that you provide support like if people actually want to talk to you or or message yep. you about stuff that's really cool so
1: you're free to learn whenever you want but still accountable so <laughs> and also absolutely. like a big maybe one last thing about the uh, this community that we have. So basically all the students are in a, in a specific private group where you can where we can basically text with each other, you can encourage each other, you can support, uh, you can meet new friends. Uh, so um, there's still a lot of interaction within the course, even if it's not live.
0: Cool, that's great. All right, so um, I think that what I, how I'd like to wrap up with is this, what is your uh, your Instagram language tip of the day?
1: Um, (laughs) let me think
0: what was even your Um,
1: most recent post sorry what was your most recent post that you did I think I did one that uh, of of the most common misspelled uh, mispronounced words and we had like uh, bruschetta gnocchi spaghetti pistacchio mascarpone <laughs> everything <laughs> related to food <laughs> All, always in the in the food uh, pizza um,
0: so the yeah the people.
1: tip of the day is to learn <laughs> italian foods correctly
0: <laughs> that's the most important thing because 90 percent of the time when you hear people having conversations in italy they're about food Exactly. (laughs) Almost always. And actually that, that is just something that at first I thought was kind of a joke, but it's absolutely true. Especially when I meet with friends, we'll be talking about business, you know, Oh, work this business that what did you have for lunch today? Oh, I had a really nice, you know, filet and I had some, some gnocchi with that, you know, and yeah, 90% of the time when you eavesdrop on conversations, people are talking about food.
1: Always about food. Always yeah. About
0: food. That's a really good tip. So that's a great way to start is just memorize all the food. And the other most commonly mispronounced thing, in my opinion, because I did this when I was younger, is trattoria.
1: Difficult.
0: People like to say trattoria,
1: right? Exactly. Like, uh, English speakers have a problem with uh, double consonants. So when we have the same the same consonant, one after the other. So yep. trattoria with two T like kind of, uh,
0: 40, yeah yeah the, the other thing the i time would is- yeah, one of my favorite hobbies when I'm in, in Italy that just delights people. Like, if you can't do the the accent, like you can't roll your Rs. Just a little tip for me about rolling the Rs for Americans. The way I learned it is, I remember my Spanish teacher in high school told us to just say the letter D over and over again. Okay, it your tongue to and that actually, I mean, that worked for me. But that's the rolling of the Rs is not something that necessarily comes natural to. To Americans, um, but I think that um, when you're when you're trying to speak a language, it's okay to pronounce things poorly.
1: <laughs> I just yeah, wanna, yeah, of
0: I want to give people that pass. And the other thing that's fun for me because I do know how to pronounce stuff, it's hilarious to speak to my Italian friends in a terrible American accent because they, <laughs> they find it very funny. <laughs> So in nah, a way, nah, if you nah. just want to make people laugh, go ahead and just don't try to pronounce things particularly well, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I have to say that Italian have this tendency to, to laugh a bit when, uh, when people are trying to speak Italian, but not because they are rude, just because mm-hmm. it's just different sometimes, like the pronunciation. So we just laugh, but not to, to embarrass you, but just to have, to have fun together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, for me, like if I was just meeting you and I didn't know you and I wanted to make you laugh, I would say this. Davide è un piacere da incontrarti. That's so stupid that you laugh, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, uh, I'm just imagining like.
0: It's <laughs> like my California, like Valley girl accent, but put into Italian.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I could spot that you're American, but it wouldn't be a problem at all. Like, uh, actually, I would be very, very happy, and I would be curious to know why you speak Italian and how you learned it.
0: Yeah, and actually, I would say that that is the number one question that people ask me when I'm traveling. I'm also, you don't know this, but I'm six foot two. So I'm extremely wow. tall. And so okay. nobody expects me to speak Italian, which is great, <laughs> because like, when I do, they—they, they, their eyes get really big. And they're always like, how do you speak our language? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what i love about italians is they never expect anybody to speak their language you know and when you do they're so surprised and they're so like almost flattered so happy. Yeah.
1: yeah so so flattered so happy like uh, wow you speak italian like uh, why are you are you living here
0: <laughs> yeah exactly. many Italians
1: don't see foreigners every day so that's also it's also yeah. something
0: yeah. So I don't know. In, in all of my experiences around the world, dabbling in different languages, I will still say that Italy is the best place to experiment with speaking a foreign language because you always get a warm reception, no matter how good or bad you're speaking. It's always people going, American girl, how do you know our language? Where did where could you have possibly learned that? Nobody speaks our language. You know, I always get that kind of reaction. And I just absolutely love it because they'll do anything for you. And I think that once you make people smile once you make you get caught catch people off guard by l- learn understanding their language a little bit i don't know i think the doors open more to you don't they
1: yeah no absolutely absolutely like uh also for yourself you start to feel part of the of uh, of the country you 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 have a sense of belonging there rather if you always speak english it's a bit um i mean of course in the short term it's it's fine but if you if you plan to stay in italy for forever like you need the you need to learn it
0: yeah, absolutely. One of my funny little little stories about speaking two languages is that I forget when I'm in the United States that I speak Italian. I I just forget. I don't use it all the time. I talk to my friends on WhatsApp in Italian, but that's different. I think a little bit in Italian and I think a little bit in English, but you know, I speak primarily English. There's always a weird sensation and I bet you might have this in reverse. When I go to an airport and I'm about to get on an Alitalia flight and it's all Italians, because I don't really have my Italian brain on, and I start hearing it, and I'm like, why do I understand what these people are talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I speak a foreign language, that's why.
1: <laughs> and but, I would
0: say it's one of the most delightful experiences in my life has been the struggle with the foreign language. Your English, by the way, is fantastic. Where did you learn English?
1: I was lucky enough because when I was young, I traveled a bit with uh, with my parents, so I lived... Uh, I mean, I also lived a short period of time in America, in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> I also lived in uh, London for a bit, uh, so uh, I was exposed quite many times to to the English language, and that's how that's how I learned it.
0: So, which language do you think in? Sorry. Do you think in English or do you think in Italian?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't know really. Like it depends on the day, because. Um, I think I think it depends what I what I talk who I talk with before going to bed and what I listen to. So if I listen to not to an Italian movie then I will sleep in Italian. If I talk with uh with some of my friends in English then it would be it will be English. It really really comes and goes. But either Italian or uh, or or English, not Spanish or not any any other languages, that's for sure.
0: There's a a sort of a a wisdom, at least I've heard in the United States a lot, that if you dream in a foreign language, then that means you've mastered it. And I would say this, you'll never master it. Okay, Ah, okay. but it's a good sign. Yeah, it's It's a a good good sign, sign. But I remember many years ago, I was sitting down with my professor in Rome and her husband, he was American, had out a dictionary and he was reading the newspaper. He'd lived in Italy for 30 years and he had out a dictionary with the newspaper and he was looking up words. And I just went, are you kidding? You've been here 30 years and you still have to look up words. He's like, oh yeah, it's a lifetime struggle. And I can confirm, it's a lifetime struggle. <laughs> is it the same with you in English? You just feel like you'll never really master it all?
1: Yeah, yeah, like uh, sometimes, I mean, there are some words that I just say, okay, what is this? Like, uh, especially if I read some some complicated uh, text, uh, just Sometimes I don't understand anything, even if uh, even if I speak quite, uh, quite OK, <laughs> I certain topics for me. Like it's it's a no, no. It's difficult, of course. Like if you raise the uh, speaking Italian since you were one year old, uh, it's difficult. It's uh, it's easier than, of course, starting out when you are 20, 30 or 40 years old. Sure. But still, okay. it's possible. So it's never too late. I have some students who are over 60 years old and they're studying. So. Yeah, it's never too late, and uh, it opens up a lot of doors, as you said before. Um, you start to feel part of another country, another culture. Um, people are more f- friendly to you. Uh, you have a sense of belonging. So yeah, definitely learning a, a second language, learning Italian is a, it's a great plus in general for life.
0: And I I like the point that you just made that it's never too late, because that's another bit of wisdom that I think floats around in the United States that I think is untrue. People say that, oh, if you're over the age of 18, there's no point in starting a language because your brain will never absorb it. That's just not true. I've seen lots of people who later in life take up new languages and they're able to do it. It just, it's determination. And more than anything, it's like a musical instrument. You need to do it every single day. Like that needs to be (laughs) your habit or, you know.
1: You'll lose it. Use it or lose it, right? True, true. And also you need to have a bit of structure. So like uh, yeah. if you just plan to, or if you just dream to, to learn it, you will never You will never really learn it. But if you follow like a learning path, uh, yeah. uh, it's way easier. Very cool. All right. It's very
0: nice to talk to you, Davide. And so many good ideas. I really love your style and what you're up to. So if people are interested, you can find him at Italian, Italian and um, that's with an E at the end. So, Italian with Davide, David with an E.com. Yeah. And uh, if you want to find his little lessons on Instagram to kind of see what he's all about, you can find him on Instagram at the same thing Italian with Davide. And, and they're just yeah. so cute. I mean, you'll get it, all of you guys, if you go down the rabbit hole with his little videos, you'll be there for hours because they're great. And they're just. <laughs> really nice little packages like exactly the kind of stuff i would do if i was teaching italian on a tour so nice little little snippets so it's been a pleasure very nice to meet you and good luck with all of your uh, your lessons i think you're you're on a really good path
1: thank you thank you it was very it was very fun so thank you thank you for this call
0: Yeah. Uh, And so everybody watching today, just a reminder, as I said, at the beginning of uh, the show today, tomorrow, we're going to be doing six o'clock travel skills with Reed Cohen. Wednesday, Thursday, I'm going to call dark days. I'm going to post some old blogs for you about travel skills, but those are my days getting ready to leave on my mystery adventure. So mystery adventure starts on Thursday. Patreon people, uh, our main meeting is going to be next week from a mystery location. So thanks for joining us. Thank you, Davide.
1: Ciao, thank you very ciao, much. Ciao. ciao, un bon ciao. <laughs>